following podcast is meant for a mature adult audience. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to On a Quest Paranormal. I am your host, Jill Urchak, the show about, well, paranormal, duh. So anything goes pretty much in this show. For those of you who are first listening to the show, those of you who are back, thank you and welcome back. Um... I've had this guest on before. He's wonderful. He's from Graveside Paranormal, Neil Gibbons. Neil, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Jill. Thanks for having me again. I do appreciate it. Oh, no, you're a blast. You um, are. You have a regular job during the day, and you're a ghost hunter by night. Is that correct? Or actually reversed? <laughs> actually, it is kind of odd. Actually, I've been on uh, the midnight shift for like 27 years. And so I, my normal job is by night, and the ghost job is by night, and I sleep in the daytime. Oh, then you're and a no, vampire. I'm not a vampire. <laughs> I'm not a vampire. And I'm not one of those guys who dress up as a goth guy to pretend sure, I'm a vampire. Sure, sure. <laughs> I know there's a lot of blood sucking going on here, but we'll leave. We'll save that for a separate show. But no, Neil, you're you're. Yeah. You're ballsy, man. I'm just going to come flat out and say it. For those of you that are into the paranormal, you have heard of the Sally House. I have seen all the investigations on all of my ghost shows, and I've seen about four of the main shows investigate this place. So why don't you tell the listeners some of the background, because you actually went to see this place in person. Right. About like two, three weeks ago, me and the team, uh, Steve and Michelle, just the three of us, certain investigations I like to do, I, I, I have, I've learned to make them kind of small. I, I sometimes do invite other people to go out there so that they can enjoy themselves. But this one here, I definitely want to do it small. This one here in Atchison, Kansas, that they call the Sally House, was originally called the Heartland Ghost. Okay. Uh, that came from the show Sightings back in 1993. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that old I show. Yeah. I love that show. Yeah, that was the one of the and first. I mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember watching that, and I said to myself, one of these days I'm going to this house, and basically I'm giving you a breakdown of what it is, is that uh, the Sally House was actually built in 1867. So it's a very older house. Uh, the parts of Atchison, Kansas, just so you know, the whole community of about 12,000 people, that whole community has hauntings all over it. When you do your research on this, and believe me, I still have to do more research on it. This place here is the whole community is haunted. The hotel that I was staying at was haunted. Uh, they asked me to look into some things at the hotel. They're very nice to me. They gave me a six pack of beer for free. So, you know, you got to yeah. help out when you get one of those. <laughs> so the whole community itself and the Sally house, which is at 508 North 2nd Street in Atchison, Kansas, is actually the most haunted. Now, there was a guy by the name of Michael McFinney. He died in 1872 at the age of 51. His son, Charles McFinney, was a physician. And he was a physician in the house. And that's where the story kind of comes in, where the legendary story is. And once again, like I say, a lot of things that we do, legendary story. It's a story about a lady came into the house knowing that Mr. McFinney was a doctor, a physician, and that her daughter was complaining of pain in her stomach. Mm -hmm. He went and took the girl and put her up on the table and decided that she had appendicitis and was severe, and they had to do surgery right away. So either he not, and the story is kind of different, and once again, it's a legendary story, is that either he knocked over a bottle of the uh, stuff to make her go out, or he did not have anything to gas her or uh, any kind of uh, shots to have her uh, fall asleep. So what he did was he had to perform an emergency surgery while she was awake. They say that she was, of course, crying and this and that, and the surgery failed. Mm. She died right there on the table. It's a legendary story. They say because she felt like she was being tortured that so any man that now comes into this house, he takes it out upon them. Now, there was a guy by the name of Tony Pickman and Deborah Pickman, that's his wife, in the 90s. This is when the show Sightings started taking interest into this when they found out about this. Tony Pickman, for no reason, was being attacked. And he was getting scratches on him. And they actually have live uh, footage 
of people watching this, his shirt is off, and all of a sudden these scratch marks start to appear on his body. Now, a lot of people have uh, gone to this place, the Sally House. Uh, I've heard of people who have um, gotten scratched. But his thing is the most interesting. His wife never got attacked, as far as I know. The child never got attacked. Mm -hmm. The dog was always, would never go into the nursery, the nursery area of the house. The house up on the second floor is comprised of uh, four rooms. You have the nursery, a bedroom, a master bedroom, and a bathroom. And I'm going to get into the personal uh, things that me, uh, Steve, and Michelle got into. But a couple of things I'd like to touch upon. And so what the sightings did, they brought in a guy by the name of Peter James. And I love this guy. His name is Peter James. He was on sightings. Uh, he, um, man, I, I think this guy was a totally legit guy. Okay. Uh, he was on the show sightings. And he met, he said that he met the young girl. He saw her at the top of the stairs and said, and he, it's actually kind of humorous. He's talking in a low voice, like a whisper. He's right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> like you're going to scare her. Or right. Like she's she's dead. Okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> a little dramatic. So, but he's like, uh, yeah, she's right there. Okay. She's a little girl named Sally. She's about seven years old. And he's talking about what happened. He's actually the one who started the legendary story of the Sally house. Oh. And that's how it became as the Sally house. It was, like I said, it was originally called the Heartland ghost story. Okay. Uh, Cause it's part of America. Right. So he, uh, basically, uh, he was searching around the house and he would feel like a burning sensation on the side of his face. Fire started inside this house. Um, Deborah Pickman, one of her flowers caught on fire once over in the kitchen area. It's a very, very eerie home. And, but there's actually a lot more to this story. Uh, one of the ladies um, behind the Sally house lived. There was a lady by the name of Sally Isabel Hall. She was 33 years old. She lived behind. Now, here's the true story. Not true, complete story, but here's the true parts to the story. Sally Isabel Hall was 33 years old. She had 15 children. 15 children. Are you sure one of those wasn't her uterus? I'm just, I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> but, um, Jeez. There was a, she had a, a little girl by the name of Claudine Hall. Okay. Who, who was born in 1902 and died in 1905. She was three years old at time of death. Now, Sally Isabel Hall, the mother, she died in 1905, too, at 33 years old. Then she also had an infant and no name, just Infant Hall in 1905, who died as well. She died at one month year of age. Aww. Now, the mother, the daughter Claudine Hall, the Infant Hall, all died the same year, which I find very odd, very weird. Yes. So people are saying that when they're getting the name Sally and they went to uh, the, the Oak Hill Cemetery over around there, I think it was called Oak Hill. Um, and what they did is they searched for the gravestone, but they found the gravestone of Sally Isabel Hall, the mother. Hmm. And that, I don't know, I don't know how, uh, Mr. Peter James is getting the name Sally. I guess it's from the spirit, but I'm going to tell you what I think is, is that there is some, there, there, I believe there's two entities to hear. Oh, I believe there's a smaller one and there's a very large one. In the investigation that we did, we did a first, we did a Facebook live one because mm -hmm. we try to present that to our, uh, to our viewers. And we actually caught some disembodied voices on our Facebook. We caught some voices, uh, some young man, we caught that up there uh, saying, uh, give him the EVP or this is Pete. So these are things we have not ca we caught, but we did not hear with our ear. But after reviewing, like I try to tell mm -hmm. a lot of people is, You've got to go through all your research. And Michelle did a great job. Michelle did a great job. She was the first one to look at that. And she caught that. She sent it to me right away. And I was like, oh, my God. And I guess there's a couple other ones. When we're doing the SLS camera, we did the SLS camera. Uh, in the master bedroom, 
where I believe this energy is going from the second floor all the way down to the basement area where there's supposedly some wealth. We were not allowed to go down in the basement because of the stairs, which really was really heartbreaking for me because I wanted to search the whole house. Well, sure. I believe, sure. Yeah. I believe there's a vortex inside that house. And you think it's in the basement, now, Neil? I think it's coming from the basement uh-huh. and it's coming up through the house, through the stair area, up into the master bedroom uh, closet. They all line up together. Mm. Now, I've had, this, I've, I've had this happen before where all of a sudden we start getting a large amount of uh, EMF detectors going off. The EMF energy gets off anywhere between yellow and red. And the weird thing is, is we've had this before and it stays limited as such in this house. And what happened was, is when we were inside the closet, we were doing the SLS. Steve was telling me, he goes, right behind you, he said, there's this huge figure right behind you. Mm, he saw it. Oh, creepy. Yeah. So when you first enter the threshold of every room, and it first started in the nursery with me, because we're trying to make contact with supposedly the child spirit that's in the house. This thing, you feel it in your shoulders and your neck. Like it's trying to enter inside you. What do you mean? It's just, now, um, describe that feeling, Neil. I'll explain it to you. Okay. Years ago when I was a kid, I was young and dumb. <laughs> I used to play with Ouija boards by myself. Oh, by yourself? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I know. I know. That was when I was young and stupid. Now I'm old and not dumb. So. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. So, so what happened was is you feel this overwhelming feeling of someone else. Like you're someone else. Okay. You feel who they are. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand this when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Now I recognize this feeling okay. inside this house, but I'm going to tell you something. I'm my hand at God. I have never had it so powerful where this thing was trying to get inside. And Michelle had the same thing happen to her. Uh, Steve kind of felt a little bit, but this, the power that was inside this. Now I'm just talking the nursery one. Mm-hmm. And you just get this overwhelming feeling of tingling through the back of your head, Ooh. needles in the top of your head, an overwhelming feeling of feeling like someone else, but you have to, when you get this happen, you have to recognize it and you cannot let these things take control. You cannot, because what happens sometimes people get all emotional. They get angry. Mm-hmm. You have to recognize it. So, after we did that one, we did that, and I said, man, that was powerful. Now we go over into the master bedroom. This is where the large entity is. And it entered inside me again, but it was now this large entity. And this thing is sucking your energy, man. What does that feel like? I, oh, it, it felt like the first one mm-hmm. in the nursery, but so much more powerful. This thing, whatever it is, it, it's, it's draining. I don't know if it's an entity or there's something about the vortex that's draining energy from people. It's, it's something that I definitely have to go to at least two or three more times to try to figure it out. You're never going to really figure it out on the first time. Mm-hmm. You're going to get uh, what happens there, your experiences, and try to just pay attention to them. So... This thing, every single time when I entered this room, and I entered that room many times, you get this overwhelming feeling of this thing's on your shoulders and your head, and it's just draining you. At one time during the investigation, I had to go down to the main floor and go lay down for an hour. That's how draining you were this exhausted, thing was. huh? Oh my God, it was so it was it was just so bad. Ugh. And so, yeah. But one of the things is after I'm going through all the security cameras and I'm not done going through all the security cameras yet because we're, you know, we're putting together the documentary for it. Um, Now, there's a difference between orbs and there's a difference between dust and there's a difference between bugs. And I don't like to call everything an orb. Okay. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you something. There is something there that I, I have to say a couple of them I believe are orbs because the way that they were moving around around the stair area and in the master bedroom. And it looks like at one point I see this formation forming near the window on the security camera, but it's gone. Like it's, it, it comes and it goes like really quick. Okay. Um, 
yeah, it was it was just like really, really, oh, it was really freaky. Uh, but those are the things I really like. So we got a couple <laughs> of very good EVPs. Okay. And we're going to put those up soon because we, we, we haven't gone through everything. But uh, definitely the master bedroom and the nursery are definitely your hot spots. Like I said, I wish I could have gone down into the basement, but we could not go inside the basement. We did go to the cemetery where the, the lady Sally, uh, like I was telling you about, who died at uh, 33 years of age, mm-hmm. Sally Isabel Hall, we checked out the uh, cemetery. Because we, we have to research and make sure that everything's right. Now, there is a little bit of an issue because Peter James was showing that this one tomb, tombstone is supposed to be this little girl named Sally. But it's not. There's a little tombstone over to the right, you know, for people who are uh, nerds like me who, you know, are really going to research it. There's a there's a little tombstone that has a lamb on it that's mainly meant for children. And that's where I believe uh, Claudine, um, I mean, Sally Isabel Hall's uh, children are, Claudine Hall and the Infant Hall. Um, so I, I don't really think that they were really uh, picturing the right cemetery. I mean, the right cemetery, yes, but I think they were doing the wrong tombstone. Uh, the other thing is, is that this lady, Ellie Isabel Hall, lived right behind this physician. Okay. So she must have had all her children visit this man at one sure. time. Sure, oh, of course. Could, could the story be a little bit different but true? Whereas maybe it was one of her children because they're actually, they, uh, the owner of the house told me that it was a little black girl when they drew the picture. Hmm. When Tony Pickman drew the picture of the girl, it's actually a black girl. It's not a white girl. I was led to believe it was. When I first got to the house, I was talking to the owner because I actually, his, his, his toilet wasn't working right. It was, um, uh, it was leaking. And I fixed his toilet for him, but I, I called <laughs> the lady who was in charge. Yeah, yeah. That was I, very I nice of you. Ghost hunter, plumber. And I, and I, yeah, and I fixed the toilet. <laughs> so he comes, and, and I, I was actually glad he came because I was able to talk to him for a little bit. And he said, no, these, this picture here is actually the young black girl. And I said, really? I go, wow. So hmm. then when I started doing research about Claudine, um, Sally Isabel Hall, she lived behind there and she was a black lady with 15 children. Oh, she, oh, she was a black lady with 15 children. Okay. Well, correct. correct. there you go. I mean, well, it might, be, it might be, you know, you know, you can't really say there you go. Like that's actually the complete answer because you still have to research it. Um, now, Tony Pickman, he says that was the guy who got scratched back in the 90s. He said that he saw the girl one day when he was down in the kitchen area. Other people, because I've looked at their videos, now everybody gets some different experience, but some are very, very similar. Like I've already heard about other people who've gotten the same thing that I've gotten, where you feel like it's entering inside your body. Okay. Um, and some people have said that they've seen um, this little girl in the window when they're taking flash photos. Uh, we did not take any flash photos. I wish I would have had somebody out there to do that, someone who's professional like that. Um, but that was something that uh, for maybe for another day. But um, other than that, though, I would say that place is a very real place. And like Tony Pickman, like I was telling you, he would get those three marks on him, which is actually uh, the sign of uh, the Trinity. Right, right. You know, Mocking the, the Trinity, the right. Road. And I believe there is something demonic there. And I think what it is, is if Mr. Peter James did see this girl and Tony Pickman seeing this girl, understand is that a lot of entities, they're malevolent and they're going to take on the look of a child. Right. Why would they take on the look of a child? Because it's more inviting than seeing some large demon-like creature. Mm-hmm. Why don't I invite you in? Take, for instance, the house itself. Why do people keep going there? It's more inviting to see a little child, but also scary at the thing, but not as scary as probably, uh, I mean, not as inviting as looking at something like a demon. No. And then they they put the kid in to earn your trust and kids are innocent. And I mean, isn't the whole rumor that this, this little girl, Sally probably thought this doctor who was trying to help her was killing her so that she's coming back to kind of take revenge on men. Is that why she probably doesn't mess with women? Is that your, that's that's what I read. Yeah. That's how the story goes is that supposedly she's taking uh, her vengeance on men. Now, 
Tony Pickman is some kind of the guy who owned the house. Uh, I mean, the, he was renting out the house. Supposedly, some people say that he was kind of psychic. And so that's why sometimes these things were acting out on him. I've never met the man. I've only seen the videos from sightings. Uh, so I could not confirm that. Uh, but he definitely, I'm going to tell you, go back and see that show sightings. And you're going to see these marks start to develop on this guy. Yeah, I'm going I'm to Google and, that. Or not YouTube it. I'm sure I could get some footage. Yeah, yeah. When you do do it, when you do do it, um, Google YouTube sightings, the Heartland ghost. Do you know? They don't. They, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. Because they don't call it the Sally House until Mr. Peter James came in there. And how long ago was that again? Because I've only seen it, all the investigations as the Sally House. Right. So he, that was back in the 19, yeah. about 1993. That's oh. when, and they did sightings. Did a whole bunch of episodes on this. Uh, oh on this, wow! Uh, show. I'm you, you now, know. Oh, go ahead. And here's the other thing about it. Now I've had this happen before, and I made. I was making sure I wasn't going to make this mistake again. But as usual, I make another mistake. <laughs> We're only human, one Neil. <laughs> I, yeah. One thing I've learned about these malevolent spirits that take on the form of children is that the minute that you call it out, such as like the Irish legend in Willow Springs, right? Mm-hmm. I, Because I believe there is no little boy named Adam in the basement of Willow Springs. It's a malevolent spirit that takes on the form of a child, once again, to be more inviting to you. Mm-hmm. And, the, and I told Steve when we were driving down, when I told Steve when we were driving down there that uh, I was going to uh, not even say stuff like that if I felt it. And for some reason, I brought it up. Now, from 7 o'clock when we started, 6 or 7 o'clock, we had high EMF readings all day long. Jeez. Up until 11 o'clock. After I said that on one of the broadcasts, because we were doing a second broadcast, nothing in the house. You even feel the difference in the house. What do you mean, after you called it out? I didn't mean to. What happened was is. We were just talking uh, on the Facebook because I promised them we'd come back at 10 or 11 o'clock. And I said something to the fact of, I believe that this is a malevolent spirit. There is no child in here. Mm. Uh, It's taking on the form of a child. And then sure enough, and this is what happened when we were doing our tours and we would go to the Irish legend and I said it in the Irish legend, we get no activity. I learned my lesson on that. Same thing happened at the Sally house. The minute that I say something like that, all the activity stops in the house. Because we were definitely going for round two. You know, because I felt a little bit better. I grabbed another one of those uh, five-hour energies. I grabbed one of those, and I downed that with a little bit of Mm Coca-Cola. And I was like, all right, ready to go, ready to go. And we're going through the house. We are only on green on the EMF reader. Now, for people who are unfamiliar with the EMF readers, it's the electronic magnetic uh, field that surrounds everything and everyone. Made sure all the power was off in the house. Made mm-hmm. sure that, that we were not near any electric toys. I made sure that everybody's phones were not on them. I made sure all of this. Like I said in the beginning, they were on yellow and red throughout the whole house up until about 11 o'clock. After that, everything was green. When it gets to red, you better call your mama and <laughs> let her know that you're going to be home late because uh, it's going to be a long night. So, <laughs> well, yeah, or so, I, I, I'd probably just bolt, but it sounds to me because we're coming up on a break, Neil. So tell me if I'm correct and we'll talk yeah. about it after the break. OK, it sounds to me sure, like, sure. you know, cowards, cowards, malevolent entities are cowards, especially if right. you want to mask as an innocent child, because what is more innocent in life than a child? And once you call it out, I've seen some of the investigators really almost like egg them on and like, you know, F you kind of thing. And, and then the investigator or the entity kind of slows down rather than it keep going. Like it, it knew that you were onto it is what I'm trying to say. Is that why it right. stopped completely? But you think it would then want to really come after you. But you know what? We'll talk about that, Neil, after the break, because I have a couple of questions. Uh, well, I have a lot more questions. <laughs> so we'll do that in a second. Uh, you are listening to right. On a Quest Paranormal with Jill Urchak with my guest, Neil Gibbons from Graveside Paranormal. We'll be right back. 
The following podcast is meant for a mature adult audience. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Onaquest Paranormal. You can find me at Onaquest Pod P O D. You know what, Neil Gibbons, my guest. Before we continue on, why don't you tell everybody how they could watch your stuff or contact you or whatever they need to do? Okay, uh, we are Gravesite Paranormal on YouTube. We run a, we do our documentaries, and then we also put up our, our podcast uh, that's on Spotify and Anchor FM. Uh, we put those up as well on our YouTube. Um, you can check out at Gravesite Paranormal on YouTube. Check out our documentaries as well as Spirits by the Graveside, which is our podcast, uh, which you can catch on Spotify or Anchor FM. We do adjust it lot from our live Facebook uh, so that we can throw pictures in and stuff like that on YouTube so that you guys can see it. Uh, see the pictures of what we're talking about. We go from anything from uh, paranormal to aliens to talk about Bigfoot, whatever you guys want to talk about, conspiracy theories. Uh, so please, uh, and we also do tours throughout Chicago. See, this is why we get along because I have the exact same thing, but uh, mine is not on camera yet. Anyway, so the question I had for you, because I want to hear, um, you had alluded earlier that you couldn't get in the basement, so I want to talk about that. Um, I, are you familiar with the show? It's kind of newer, Haunting in the Heartland with Steve Shippey. Um, I've heard of it. I have not seen it. Uh, no. Okay. It started last year, to my knowledge. Okay. Um, his name is Steve Shippey, and he actually, it's, it is called Haunting in the Heartland is the name of the show, but the one that was just on, unless this was a rerun from last year, anyway... He was in Atchison, and he was saying this whole town is haunted, and right down the block was the Sally House. And I just thought that was so fascinating. Um, yeah, you know, go ahead. No, I was just like, you had told me earlier that the whole town was haunted. He said this whole town, it was a completely different haunting, but the Sally House was a couple blocks down. And I just, now, here, go ahead. Here, here's, my, here's my theory on this, is that, and I'd have to really map it out. I believe that there's a lot of ley lines uh, in the Atchison, Kansas area. Uh, and for some reason, this is my thought on this, is that the Sally House is a doorway where things are coming and going. Uh, spirits, entities uh, are coming and going from that house, almost like an underground uh, tunnel system. And across the street from uh, the Sally House is another house that's supposed. It's a bed and breakfast. It actually looked really nice, and um, it's a bed and breakfast, and supposedly that's haunted. Okay. Around the block from the Sally House is the Amelia Patrick House. I mean, not Amelia. Amelia Earhart. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking who the <laughs> heck is Amelia Pat? But I didn't want to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia Amelia Earhart. Okay, that I know. <laughs> uh, house, where she was born. Ooh. And it's a museum Ooh. inside there. So I'm like, wow, this is so weird. When I figured this out, because we were going for a walk around the neighborhood, uh, and the people there, I'm going to tell you something, they're very nice in that community. They are just so very nice. I really enjoyed uh, talking to a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. the lady at the Amelia Earhart uh, thing was really nice. She was a nice lady with her daughter. And um, it's just weird to me that you have this, demonic house right around the block from the Amelia Earhart. I don't know if anybody else finds that weird uh, birthplace. Uh, but And I went in there. We took some pictures there. Check that out. Nothing paranormal, of course, but I just want to check it out. Sure. But I believe that there's these tunnels, um, the ley lines, and somehow or another, I believe that possibly these spirits are going from one venue to another venue and going here and going there. Do they turn off at a certain hour? Once again, that's because you have to do more research on these things. Um, cannot rely on just one thing of research. I really believe your first one is just a lot of find some good evidence. Great. Sure. But your little experiences that are the most important part of that first one and then trying to figure it out. And like, let's talk about that basement for a second. Okay. I, I couldn't go down there. I wanted to go down there, but they had it all sealed off because I would probably fall through the stairs, they said. Now, somebody drew a pentagram on the floor in that basement. Of course they did. <laughs> of course they did. Why not? And I guess a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people break into this house as well, uh, the owner was telling me, oh. because they're always trying to do something weird inside the house. Um, so you're going to get what you want. Out of most places that you go to, you're going to get what you're looking for. That there's a fact. 
if you go into something with ill intent, you're going to get ill intent. Sure, sure. You go like someone like myself who's a researcher and looking into these things, then you're going to find what you're going to get in, what you put in. Right. But uh, there are people who are out there and they're trying to put these pentagram on the floor and calling out or trying to have a demon up here or something like that. Well, I would say that's a bad idea. But I think that they did open up some more things. They tell you, just like when we went to another place called Whispers Estate, they, they tell you, do, do not do any cleansing. Now, my question to this is, don't do any cleansing, but go ahead, bring a Ouija board. Well, <laughs> I feel like I'm on reverse in an old record player. Yeah, you know right. what? We, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, see, it angers the spirits. Uh, you know what? I, okay, I get that. You know, some of them don't like, you know, like hearing stuff like that and they don't like that. Uh, but at the same time, I just I just always find that very, very odd. It's hilarious. You're opening up more and more portals for these things. Right. But don't to, try uh, to get rid of them. Power. Right. Yeah. But you have to on a place. I, I want to go to Sally House so bad. And actually, I'm not going to lie to you and I'm not going to lie to your viewers um, is that going there. I was actually a little nervous on this one. That's what you I said. Really I mean, I, would I, be... I, put, I put thought into this one. I really did. I, it's not that I was scared. It's just, it's, you go inside this place knowing because of the stories that you've heard. And then you go to yourself when you start feeling that thing, like entering inside you, you're like, Oh man. Oh man. I asked for it. Now I'm going to get it. Oh, but it, it yeah, it's, that place there is just a very, very real place. And like I said, I think there's more underlying things that are going on there. We went outside. We actually caught in the SLS camera, and I hope we recorded uh, a figure outside. Uh, we have to go through more of this stuff. The Anahata box that we use, uh, I'm sure you've seen it on our YouTube mm -hmm. where we make that direct spirit contact. Uh, some of the things were very vulgar. <laughs> but I don't okay. see if it's YouTube, dude. We can put this stuff up on YouTube. Right, right. Uh, the replies, but they were replies to the questions that I was asking. So, see, once again, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's just I'm listening to you that you're like, oh, I was a little scared. Man, I'd be scared going to the things that you're probably not even afraid of, but I haven't done it yet. So, it's, it's one way, and I, I have to, for your viewers, it's not, I use the word nervous, scared. But it's more of I'm paying attention to what's going on, I'm paying that extra attention. Like uh, I told Steve before we go there, I go, I have to meditate for a while, man. And uh, so before we went there, I tried doing some meditation. You have to do that. You have to put yourself in a good zone. Yeah. Uh, expecting things. The word I like to use is aware. And I made sure I was very aware of this one. And I'm going to tell you, still, it knocked me on my ass. I had to lay down for about at least a good hour because the energy that was drained from me, it was bad. I, I never felt it that strong ever. And I'm not lying to you. It's never been that strong ever. Uh, so, it's an amazing feeling though. Then that it is, really is, then that is why so many investigations have, have been done on it. And I don't remember which one of my shows I was watching. I'm actually going to do a show with um, your partner, Shelly about all the uh, okay. shows out there and which ones we like and kind of sift through those. It'd be more of a fun show. Um, oh, yeah, that'd, that'd be a good sit-down show. Yeah, I mean, yeah. because we, because I know them all, but I, of course, I don't remember which one I saw this on. And the most recent couple, because nobody lives there now, right? It's it, it, People cannot live there. They're just too, it's too on it. No, what it is, is you can go to, um, you can go on um, Google uh, Sally House and it'll take you to a thing called Atchison, Kansas. And it'll, uh, you can, you can uh, call their email to go on a tour. You have to fill out a waiver. Uh, they charge about 150 per person. Um, and you go there with your group. You get, you get it from, I believe, uh, three o'clock in the afternoon till nine o'clock the next following morning. Oh, wow. Uh, if you, if you are someone who just started doing this and all of a sudden you think, Hey, this is a good idea. I'm going to recommend not do this one right off the bat. Um, I would do something else, uh, somewhere else. If, uh, if I was first starting off people who are more into it and been doing it a little bit, I would say, yeah, it'd probably be a good experience for you. But like I said, you're going to get in what you put in. So you're going to get what you're looking for. That there's a fact. Well, and, uh, 
No, along those lines, and I didn't mean to cut you off, is I was saying people don't live there because one of the most recent shows I saw, and I don't know how old this was, a couple moved in with their kids. I don't know how long ago this was. And she had dark hair. The wife did. I remember that. And she was just like, I thought it was such a pretty house and it had such a history, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm thinking, you know what the history is and you... I shouldn't call someone a dumbass, but I will. You bring your kids into it, and the kid was scared, you know what, Liz, and the kid moved out. The kid moved out, and she's like, well, I can't believe this stuff actually happened. And I'm thinking, well, this isn't the Brady house. I mean, Alice isn't making dinners, lady. Yeah, I I was just kind of floored by that, like like you're going to change the mojo. She was legitimately shocked that something would have happened. Right. Now, you know what? One of the things about the house, and I, I meant to talk about this, is that, like I told you, the first owners of the house who built the house was uh, Mr. Michael McFinney with his uh, son, uh, Charles McFinney, Dr. Charles McFinney. Uh, in the video with Tony Pickman, in one of the videos when they're doing this, he gets these scratch marks because they're asking, who is inside this house? You know, like everybody says, yeah. who are you? <laughs> and... Uh, all of a sudden, he gets these scratch marks with MC on his back. MC. McFinney. 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 Okay. And at first, I'm thinking yeah. to myself, oh, my God, this is a guy's name. And they're, they're, they're not getting it at first. I'm like, no, that's that dude. And they're like, that's I'm talking right. to the damn screen. I go, that's that dude's name, man. <laughs> MC, yeah. And, oh, wow. When you go, when you go on the videos, I, I don't know which one because they sightings. I love that show. Is that when uh, they did that, they filmed it, and you see MC on scratch into oh. this guy's back. Oh. So it, you know, and there's other people that attack. I was watching this video of this young man, and I give him props, man. I really do. I give this kid props. I was watching this young man over there. He told his buddies, yeah, go get us some Wendy's or whatever, something to eat. I'll stay in this house by myself. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> and he's calling this thing out. He is oh. calling. He's getting a lot of whispers. See, like like I told you before, I'm kind of sensitive. And Steve sometimes wonders how I hear these things when we're going through our regular audio. I'll hear these whispers. And I'll be like, all right, go back. He goes, man, I didn't hear nothing. I go, just please, just listen. Let's isolate this. And sure enough, we'll hear some of these things. And I could hear some of these things on his uh, thing. And I was like, oh, my God, this kid is really, really pushing it. Because they will attack you. Don't get me wrong. But they'll they'll do it in their own time. One way or another, they'll do it in their own time. That's my belief. That's my belief on that. But once again, go ahead. No. Go on. But once again, it's definitely a real place. It has, I believe, many spirits in it. Uh, coming and going. I believe there's two entities inside the house. And the larger one is definitely very powerful, the one in the master bedroom. That thing, when we get through with everything, I, when we put it out there, we'll make sure we tell you, and uh, that way you can uh, we can do another uh, oh, interview yeah. on that. If you oh, wish. yeah. I definitely want to go back to Atchison, Kansas, uh, to talk to the people and talk more about the community. Because I'm telling you, like I told you, uh, the hotel we were staying at, um, they were telling us about a little boy that was in the pool area, that people see a little boy inside the pool area. So we went in there with the SLS camera, uh, the Anahata. Um, sure enough, we get the outline of, of like a small person oh. in near the pool area, near the hot tub area. And, and is there a history? Is there and a history? I go like this, I go, yeah, and I go, can you raise your hand? Like, you'll ask. Yes. Sometimes these things will raise their yes. hand. Yeah. It, it was definitely a very interesting place, Atchison, Kansas. Uh, the Sally House, the whole community of 12,000 people. I recommend people just go out there. Uh, I went on one of these little uh, railroad cars. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Fun. Uh, but that, yeah, but that place there, ladies and gentlemen, I guarantee you, if you go there, you're going to get in what you put in. Well, I saw you. I saw you. I saw most of it. I was trying to watch it while I was um, 
watching Peppa Pig with my kid. So it was kind of a yin and a yang kind of evening. <laughs> but you, I think it was the upstairs. Was that you said there was a room upstairs? Whatever room you were in, you were totally freaked out. You're like, I feel it on the threat. I wasn't not making fun of you because I wouldn't be in yeah, there. I feel it on the threshold. The <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing is, and I forgot to say, I don't even know why I didn't say it. This thing tapped me on the shoulder in oh. the master bedroom. I thought I bumped into, you know, how yep. like you have a feeling and one of those little strings are holding down. I thought that's what it was. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. But, but this thing touched me on my left shoulder. I could feel it as like a poke. And I said, oh, wow. Because on our SLS, we're getting this entity on top of the ceiling, like Ew. looking down on it. Ew. it was, yeah, man. It was that's crazy. Creep- I'm that's you. creepy. Ew. Yeah, it, that place is a real place. <laughs> oh, Neil, you know what? You, you, you got, I'm telling you, you got stones, big stones. Yeah, I don't know about that, but <laughs> I just, I just, I just like doing what we do, man. I really do. And I sometimes I think to myself, Neil, you are a dumbass. What are you doing today? <laughs> well, no, but see, but, 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 but you know what? You're, you're curious like I'm curious, like people listening to the show are curious. I mean, there's yeah. so much out there, and much like your show and mine, it's not just spirits, but I had stuff on angels and um, God and people that have met God, and then you go to demons, and, you know, the stuff yeah. we don't... And that's the other thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And no, that's the other thing about that house is you don't know if spirits are locked in there, and... At the same time, you know that these two large, these two very powerful entities are in there. And if all of a sudden I try to help out something, am I going to get attacked? Mm-hmm. So it's not a really good place to even try to, you know, like help out a spirit. As much as I like doing it, it's because the recourse, you got to worry about your team. You don't want somebody getting hurt. Like, I, I ain't going to lie to you. I was very worried about Michelle. Oh, my God. And I'm so glad we just talked about this. <laughs> what was odd about with Michelle I kept hearing, and I've never ever heard her do this. Now, we've only known each other about maybe three years, me and Michelle. Oh, okay. And I've never heard her talk underneath her breath. I keep hearing her talking under her breath, and she says, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, We talked about this in the car. I go, do you know that you talk under your breath? And I wasn't trying to offend her, but on retrospect of everything, does she know? I was worried that after seeing, talking about on, on the car and seeing it personally, mm-hmm. I was wondering if some kind of possession was going on. She wasn't aware I of it? Honest, what's that? She wasn't aware of it. No, I don't think so. Because sometimes she would talk underneath her breath. And, but she wasn't realizing it. I was realizing it. But I'm just thinking maybe she's just, you know, thinking of ideas or something like that. But I've never seen her. I've never heard her do that before. So that was another thing. And you see, and so many things are coming back to me because there's so much that we have to go through on all these mm-hmm. videos. It's so amazing. But see, but that's I, the I, cool man, part, Neil, going through go the evidence. I mean, like, that's what I would like to do. I would like to sit down because I'm the wimp and this is why I do a show and I don't do it yet. I would, I'd like to go through the evidence. That's the part that I think would be really cool um, to really kind of pick apart and debunk things and be logical. And that one you can't explain because didn't Michelle stay downstairs most of the time? No, she, she, uh, at one time, a couple of times she was down there. I think everybody was taking their time. The other thing with Michelle, though, and we caught this on EVP, but I remember her saying this. She was sitting in the master bedroom. I was in the master bedroom. Steve was in the master bedroom, and her stomach made like a gurgling sound, right? Mm -hmm. And she goes, goes, oh, that's my stomach, and she kind of laughs. Now, I remember that, and I remember her saying that. I always notate these things in my head. We go back on the EVP, and it just came out to that part, part. But it didn't sound like her. It sounded like a guy. Oh, ew. Neil, stop. Ew. <laughs> it sounded like a guy's voice. You asked Michelle, because I know you guys are friends, is that oh. you asked her that, and on the EVP, it sounds like a guy talking. That's what I'm talking oh. about. And I'm starting, I, I started thinking about all this, her uh, talking underneath her breath. Sounds like a guy when, when it comes off the EVP. I started worrying about her. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, 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 
man. And she was she was kind of getting a because it was talking to her. The the Anahata was answering questions to her, like oh. only questions like she would know. Yeah. It was man. <laughs> I like to say it's a very real place, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, God bless you if you go there. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna go there. Definitely going to go there again. I have to. Well, yeah. I got to get some. Plus the whole town. Like I said, I, I hunting in the heartland is the name of the show. It was blocks down from the Sally house. And mm-hmm. I was wondering if there was, well, I definitely believe there's some sort of tunnel because usually when all towns are a whole town is haunted, a lot of it has to do with like maybe a canal or water. Isn't that a conduit sometimes? Yes. That's a very good one. Um, Oh, what is the name of that? It's a theory. Um, but basically where there's water and there's crystals, uh, limestone. Limestone, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it seems to help anything like a residual haunting. Okay. Um, oh, my God. I can't think of the name. It's a theory. Um, it actually came out in the 70s. I just can't think of the name of it. <laughs> I always talk about this thing. Stone tape theory. Stone tape theory. Stone tape theory is basically that through like a residual haunting through anything traumatic or dramatic in a timeline, uh, either through limestone, water, quartz, blood, um, that people hear footsteps going up and down stairs, but it's because of something dramatic that happened in timeline, like Gettysburg, um, the civil war, uh, you'll see soldiers still, uh, uh, in certain places going up and down hills. Well, that's a residual haunting. They're not going to talk to you or anything right, like they that. They don't know. Right? I do not mm-hmm. think, I do not think, and I, I do not believe that there's anything residual in the Sally house. None. I do not think that at all. We did hear footsteps upstairs, but I do not think that's a residual haunting. You know, um, my mom took care of a woman that had cancer a long time ago, and the woman passed away. Well, my mom went in to clean up the house after she had died. She heard the same moaning and groaning that she heard um, when she took care of her. And she said, Jill, I got the hell out of there. And I didn't know what a residual haunting was at the time, you know. And I'm like, I don't think she, she would be haunting you. Well, now it makes sense. There was so much pain in that room. She had such a painful death that it just kind of stuck yeah. in the walls. But my mom's like, I, heard, I walked in. I was cleaning up. I heard the moaning. And in her words, I got the hell out. And man, you want to, that's a very interesting story that you just told about. I have a very similar story to this. Okay. Now, me and my wife, we on our first house, we had, we were living in this house where this lady died of emphysema. Okay. And our bedroom, the neighbor came over when we first moved in. She goes, it's weird. You guys set up this house exactly the way that she had it set up, even this bedroom. I said, oh, I go, okay. And I didn't think about it really. Mm-hmm. And I work midnight, so I got to take a nap before I go to work. So I'm trying to take a nap. I put my daughter down for her to go to bed at night. And all of a sudden, on my left side, I start hearing, Oh, God. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I go like this. I turn and I look. I go, I go shut up. Oh. <laughs> and did it? And it, was, it did it. It did it. Because I was... I was already having a bad day. Oh my tired. god! And I and I thought about it in retrospect. <laughs> driving to work, I go, "How was that thing?" <laughs> that see, like, you, oh, I had that happen to me. Yeah, that it's weird. That that's creepy. I mean, like I've heard things, I've seen things, not a lot, but enough for me to know there's something going on and to dig deeper into shows like this. And yeah, hey, I think if you respect. The afterlife. This is my opinion for what it is. Um, like you said, don't invite things in. Don't ask for things if you don't want them. Um, that, I'm telling you, Neil, my first investigation will be with you, and I will have my rosary. I'm not trying to be funny. And my protection right. with me. Um, and I, will, I wouldn't go unless I, I knew. I would, I would only go when I know I'm ready. I wouldn't right. do and it. That's fine. That's you know, fine. not that you're like pestering me to go. I'm just saying that in order for me to expand this and be a part of it, I have to do it. And right. I kind of do right. it like in Jill's way by doing this. But one time before we wrap this up, I was recording my um cousin who lives in Seattle. I have that show on my podcast, check it out, called Haunted Seattle. And um 
she lived across from a graveyard. And before, right when we started the show, it was about a minute into it. I was just kind of given the intro that I live in Chicago. She, well, she lives in Olympia. I heard a break in my headphones, like something weird that wasn't, it was, and I'm like, what the blank was that? She goes, I don't know. I knew, I knew they were going to come through and I was freaked out. I was alone. I'm in my studio. I'm looking around. Um, When I listened back on the audio, there was nothing there. There was nothing there. It was a break in the audio and it wasn't like a lower level. It just wasn't on there. Which was so hmm. cool to me because that was like my proof of something should have been on there, even if it was white noise. Right. There, there was nothing on there. It's it scared the crap out of me, and I'm like, okay, I've had my fun for the day. But she, um, yeah. yeah, she, she. I think she lived. Well, she was across from a cemetery. I think she lived on Native American land because she would hear like tribal music in the middle of the night. It was it, it, it was yeah. it was it was an eerie show. I think a lot of those hauntings are Native American, but. Um, Anyway, so the Sally House, Neil, you're telling people that are into this they should go, but they should only go if they're ready to go. Man, that's the thing. And uh, one thing I forgot to say, there is no historical records of a death of a little girl named Sally. Really? Once again, that was brought up by... Yeah. No, there is none. There is no historical facts on that. I have not found one. Uh, the one owner said, oh, no, there is. And I asked for them to send it to me, and nothing's been sent to me yet. So at this time, until I see it, uh, I have to just go by Peter James, uh, the psychics thing of saying that there's a little girl named Sally. There is something there, yes, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, like I said, you get in what you put in. If yeah. you're somebody who's just starting to do this, I don't recommend it to you. Uh, <laughs> watch those will be the guys going, oh hell yeah, man, we're going now. Yeah, road but, trip. <laughs> yeah, and that road trip, and <laughs> so it is a nine-hour drive from where we're at, but. Uh, I recommend it to people who have been doing this for a while. I think it's a great experience for you. Um, if anybody ever has any questions, feel me, feel free to call me at Graveside Paranormal. Uh, email Neil at Graveside Paranormal or Steve at Graveside Paranormal. And we'll be more than happy to answer any of the questions. Once again, we also do investigations. you got something going on in your house, your business, in your life. Feel free to reach out to us. and We'll be more than happy to help you out. Neil, you're a rock star. I know. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell you. <laughs> no, you are. You're, you're really cool, and we've become friends. And thank you for coming on the show again, as you will always be welcome on the show. Um, I am looking forward to interviewing Michelle. Not interviewing, but talking about all the shows and thinking who we think is a flake and not talking badly about people, yeah. but, you know, I kind of mildly, mildly laughing at them. Um, but, yeah. Sorry. If if so, check Neil out. Check out his stuff. I've seen some of the stuff. It's really cool. If I had more time, I would definitely do it more. But thanks for coming on, and thank you for listening to On a Quest Paranormal. Once again, I am your host Jill Urchak. You could find me at On a Quest Pod P O D. And if there's anything you guys experience, whether you're a professional. Again, like Neil said with his show, it goes from UFOs to aliens to Bigfoot to uh, Mothman. I'm waiting for one of those sightings. Um, anything, spirits, angels, near-death experiences, I want to know about it. I'll put you on. Or you can find me at jurchak, U-R-C-H-A-K-1, jurchak1. Thank you for listening, Neil. Thank you once again for being a guest. That was Neil from Graveside Paranormal. I'm Jill Urchak. And remember, for all my past shows, you can check it out on iTunes and Spotify or Anchor.fm. Thanks for listening. This is On a Quest Paranormal. Peace. 